On this episode, I share four easy to implement tactics and 12 tools that can help you get more leads and sales from your landing pages. You're listening to Landing Page School, presented by Growth Marketer. This is where you'll find bite-sized insights on landing page design, A-B testing, and conversion optimization, helping you turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. And now, here's your host, Nicholas Scalise. Hello and welcome to another episode of Landing Page School. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and on this episode, we're talking about what I call conversion boosters. These are some tools and tactics that you can use to squeeze some additional results out of your landing pages. Now, before we get into that, I want to let you know about my landing page checklist, which is a great complement to everything that I share on this podcast. If you haven't already downloaded the ultimate landing page checklist, you can do so absolutely free. And inside, you'll get 34 points that cover everything you need to know. Whenever we are working on a landing page for a client at our agency, we always bring up the checklist and run through it as part of a QA or quality assurance process. So I encourage you to check it out. It's absolutely free and you can get it by going to landingpageschool.com slash checklist or simply hit the link in the show notes. Okay, with that being said, so what are conversion boosters? Well, this is just a term that I came up with to explain something that is a tactic that you can add to a landing page that can help you get better results. Now, before we get into the actual four conversion booster tactics, I do want to begin with a disclaimer. These tactics are not things that I recommend just jumping right into and implementing if you're not already seeing at least some success with your landing pages. These tactics work best when you already have a decent landing page and you're just trying to get some additional success out of it. So these make for great A-B tests that you could run on an already well-performing landing page. The reason I say that is that I don't want you to just lead with tactics. I want you to go back to the fundamentals that we've covered on previous episodes, especially the episode where I went into the seven question landing page framework and the questions your landing page needs to answer. Those are the fundamental principles that your landing pages should be based upon. And so if you're not already seeing results, adding these tactics are usually not going to be a game changer for you. In fact, in some cases, they could actually make things worse if you're only focusing on the tactics. So think of it like this. First, you want to start with a good foundational landing page that covers all the bases, answers the seven questions for the visitor. And then once you're starting to get some results and you want to take things to the next level, I would recommend introducing just one of these four conversion booster tactics one at a time and just see how they work. And you can split test it against the page without the conversion booster. And that way you're letting the data help you decide if it's actually worth doing or not. So that would be a good way of not only doing things from a foundational level where you're starting with the basics, but it's also a good way of just testing out the A-B testing process, which we've talked about on the podcast, where you're not just jumping in and adding a whole bunch of tactics and changing the page just willy-nilly, but you're actually doing it based on specific test protocols and you're doing it as a properly run A-B test. So if you want to learn more about A-B testing, check out the previous episode called What is A-B Testing? And then if you want to learn about those seven questions that I mentioned before that are basically the foundational principles that go into every successful landing page, check out one of the very early episodes called The Seven Question Landing Page Framework. Okay, so with that disclaimer out of the way, let's get into the four conversion booster tactics. I'm just going to lay them all out there for you, and then we're going to go into each one, and I'll explain it a little bit, and then I'll give you three specific tools that I recommend you explore for each of these four tactics. 
So first up is live chat. And you might be thinking, oh, that's okay, that's cool, but what's the big deal about live chat? Well, live chat can actually be a game changer for, especially for a lead generation landing page. So at our agency, Earnworthy, we do a lot of work with law firms. We help law firms optimize and improve their landing pages. And out of all the clients I've had the opportunity to work with over the past five years, I've worked with probably more law firms than anything else. And so law firms are in a unique situation where they're trying to get leads quickly because there's a lot of competition out there. People are in need. Let's say that they just had an auto accident or there's some type of uh, settlement that they need to see if they qualify for. And they want to speak with an attorney quickly to see if they qualify or see if they have a case. And the problem is, since the market is so competitive, when someone is reaching out to a law firm or really any service-based business, they want to get an answer right away. And so sometimes answering the phone is, is takes a little time, or maybe they're calling after hours. Uh, and if they fill out a form, that could also take some time to hear back from the company. So that's where live chat can come in. It can be a great third channel in addition to a form or in addition to a click to call phone number button that you can add if you're trying to get leads. Now, the challenge with live chat that I've seen is almost always in the same area. The challenge is not in the implementation of live chat. It's in the responsiveness of whoever is monitoring the live chat. So whenever I hear clients say, oh, we don't want to do live chat because it doesn't work. What they're really saying from what I've seen just from my experience is that they failed to be able to properly monitor the live chat channel. People would contact them, they wouldn't get a response, and that would create a negative experience, and therefore they would not get that lead or that sale or whatever it may be. So if you're going to deploy live chat, make sure you have the infrastructure in place to monitor it. And these days, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. For instance, you can only enable the live chat during your business hours so that someone on your team can monitor it nine to five, Monday through Friday. And then the rest of the time, you could either turn it off or you could turn it into more of a send us a message type general messaging box. So it doesn't look like you're going to get a live response. Uh, I think a good example of this would be intercom, where if you look at the intercom interface, it doesn't feel like you're going to get a response right away, but it's sort of this messaging interface. But a lot of people love to engage with these intercom live chats or, or messaging bots because it's just a different channel that is a little less frictionless than filling out a form or picking up the phone to give that business a call. So, okay, if you deploy live chat, which tools should you use? Now, I mentioned intercom. Intercom is a great tool. It's probably the most popular live chat slash messaging tool on the market. However, it is rather expensive and it's really geared more towards the SaaS or software as a service space. So if you are not in the SaaS space and maybe you're an e-commerce business or maybe you are a service business, there's three tools I would recommend looking into. First up is Tidio. It's T-I-D-I-O com. And what they are is they're really good for e-commerce. They have some very advanced chatbot functionality. They have great support, a great community, lots of integrations, and just a, it's an all-around really good product. Next up is Chatra. This is the tool that I've used more than anything else over the years right now at the moment. If you check out our agency website, you'll notice that we are not using Chatra. We're actually using ActiveCampaign's Messenger feature called Conversations because we are uh, doing a lot of work with ActiveCampaign right now. And we just want to really run it through its paces. So I'm, I'm always testing out new things. But right before we switched to that, we were using Chatra, which for live chat, I still think is a lot better than, um, than anything else on the market for service businesses. If you just need something simple, minimal, and it just gets the job done, and it's not that expensive. I think it's like... 38 or $40 a month for two seats. So that means two people can monitor 
the, the chat bot or the, I should say the live chat. And then the third tool is drift that's drift.com. And this one's very well known. You've probably seen it, or you've heard that little drift clicking a noise on many sites as it has a very distinguishing sound, just like some of these other products do, especially intercom. They all have their own little sound, which is pretty interesting. Uh, but drift is really well known in the service space. Now drift is interesting because you can either use it for free or you can pay a boatload of money. And so a lot of times when people are using it, I see them using it for free or one of the very low end plans, which does not include a lot of the amazing features. So that's why if you are willing to pay something, uh, you may want to look at something like Tidio or Chatra, where you're going to get more functionality for uh, less money than with Drift. But overall, I think even the free plan with Drift is pretty powerful, especially for a service-based business that just needs some of those minor features to be able to offer live chat on their landing pages. So that's going to take us through the first of these four conversion booster tactics. And the idea is just use live chat. One final thing I'll say about live chat is try to get a live chat tool where there's some proactive message that's going to pop up and don't make it annoying and don't use it along with some of these other tactics. Like if you're going to have live chat with a message, just have live chat with a message. Don't also have pop-ups and social proof widgets and a whole bunch of things buzzing and clicking and asking for notification permissions and all that. You don't want to overwhelm the visitor. But I have found that when you have these proactive messages that pop up and say, Hey, is there anything we can help you with? We're available. We're online. You know, let us know. Click here to chat. That can also help get some more conversions. Okay, moving on to the second one, pop-ups and hello bars or sticky bars. So this category, these are these overlays that you can add to any landing page that will help you create a little pop-up message that can give you an opportunity to present a secondary conversion action. So this works really well, for instance, if you have a form on the page, maybe people are not converting. So before they leave, you could show them a very simple pop-up that maybe offers something else that's related to the offer. Like instead of the uh, consultation thing, it could be something like download our ebook. Or if you're an e-commerce shop, it could be a discount, like save 10% off your first order if you put in your email address right now. And that just gives you this final secondary option to try to get that visitor to convert before they leave. Some of my favorite tools in this category are Unbounce, which includes the pop-up builder in their stack of products, which is what I use most often. However, if I don't have access to Unbounce or I'm just needing a dedicated pop-up and sticky bar slash hello bar product, my favorite tool that's dedicated to this is ConvertFlow. They have a lot of really cool features. They also have some surveys. You can actually check out the survey if you go to growthmarketer.co. I have this nice little conversational survey that pops up on screen, and it's been one of the best ways for me to generate more leads from the Growth Marketer website. And then finally, there's Elementor pop-ups. You know that I'm a big fan of Elementor as a page builder for WordPress, so you don't need to pay extra if you're already paying for Elementor Pro. They have a lot of amazing templates, triggers, and a whole bunch of features, and you can do all of that directly in Elementor. Okay, the third conversion booster are social proof widgets. Now, even if you don't know what these are by name, you've probably seen them. These are the little widgets that pop up, usually in the lower left corner of the screen, if you're on desktop, and it says something like, Joe from California just made a purchase, or Jill from Indiana just requested her consultation. It's something that shows you the activity that's going on, and sometimes it'll do that individually like that, where it'll mention someone's first name and location. Other times it'll do it in aggregate where it'll say a hundred people are looking at this listing right now, or 20 people subscribed in the last 24 hours. Uh, that's actually the type of notification that, that I like best, the one where it's in aggregate. So I have one on growth marketer 
Co, where it'll say something like 46 marketers subscribed to the newsletter in the last seven days. And this I've found that it actually works pretty well because it creates that social proof and it just shows that other people are interested in what it is that you're offering. And that's a very strong uh, psychological principle that I talk a lot about on one of the previous episodes when we go into the seven question landing page framework. So do check out that episode, but uh, there's definitely some psychology that goes into this. And so social proof widgets are excellent if you wanna check them out. The three recommended tools in this category, number one is Wiser Notify. This is the one I'm currently using on Growth Marketer and it's working really well. The next one is FOMO. This is one of the early tools in this space that did this. It's F-O-M-O, Fear of Missing Out, I think is what it originally stood for, FOMO.com. And that's just an all-around good product. And then there's Nudgeify, which I think is uh, doing some really interesting things in the space. They have some very uh, unique approaches here. You can pull in third-party reviews, Trustpilot reviews, that type of thing. So that's Nudgeify. And of course, I'll put links to everything that I'm covering on this episode in the show notes. And rounding out the stack of four recommendations, our fourth and final conversion booster that I want to discuss is conversational forms and chatbots. Now, this one could be a real game changer because forms are boring. Let's face it. How many of you actually like filling out a form on a landing page? And it's amazing because we have all this cool technology and everything's changing in the landing page optimization space. But for the most part, forms remain unchanged and boring and tedious and just a mess. So to change that, what I'm recommending you do is you swap out your form on your landing page or test swapping it out for something called a conversational form or a chatbot form. And so these are very simple forms that make it feel more conversational. So instead of just being presented with, let's say six form fields at once and having this feeling that, oh, I have to do a lot of work to get whatever it is that this page is offering or buy this product, I have to I have to put in all this information at once, it breaks it up into multiple steps. So it's like a multi-step form, but it's a next level of that because it also adds some conversational principles to it where maybe you can personalize each additional question. So let's say I say, um, hey, great, let's get started. What's your first name? And you type in Joe. And then on the next page or the next step, it'll say, thanks, Joe. And what's your last name? So it's personalizing it and it's making it more conversational. The three tools in this space that I like the best are number one, Typeform. Typeform is amazing. They've been around for a long time. I've been a long time customer of Typeform and I just think it's a fantastic all around product. In fact, we just switched a client over to type form and they are seeing some significant improvements. I don't know the exact numbers just yet, but I know the, the client's very happy uh, with the results so far, just from making that simple change. We went from a regular static unbounced form that was pretty lengthy. I think it had like six form fields and we went to this multi-step approach where step one just has a button, get started, and then it goes to a new page. And on that second page, we've embedded a type form and it has really improved things for them. The second tool that I recommend checking out is LandBot. That's LandBot.io. This is one of my, if not my favorite chatbot. And we could do a whole episode on chatbots, but what I like about LandBot is you can embed it into your page. So when you think of chatbots, a lot of times you think of these little widgets that pop up, sort of like the live chat type thing. But with LandBot, you can actually embed it into your page so it almost replaces your form and you can create some nice logic there so it does take some thinking of how do you how do you want to structure all the the logic on the back end but it works pretty well once you get it set up and the third one is called grow form and it's growform.co and this is a relatively new tool 
but I think this one's really promising because they're basically trying to solve the problem of forms and complexity of forms. And so I think uh, they're doing some really cool stuff over there. I've spoken with the founder, Harvey, over there at GrowForm a couple times, and he's really dedicated to this product. He's coming out with updates all the time, and I'm really excited to see where this is headed. So it's very early right now, but I would recommend you check it out and sort of get in on the ground floor of GrowForm.co. So that's going to do it. The four conversion boosters that we covered, once again, are live chat, pop-ups and hello bars, social proof widgets, and conversational forms and chatbots. Hopefully this all made sense. Hopefully you found some value out of this episode. If so, I ask you to just do two things. If you could just leave a rating and review for this podcast on your podcast platform of choice, like Apple Podcast or Stitcher, that would mean a lot to me. And secondly, don't forget to check out the landing page checklist where you'll get even more value from me through this 34 point checklist. So you know everything that needs to be on your landing page before you hit publish. You can check it out at landingpageschool.com slash checklist or simply hit the link in the show notes. That's going to do it for this episode. So I'll be back next week. So until then, take care. Landing Page School is presented by Growth Marketer and produced by Earnworthy LLC. 